0: Hi guys, and welcome to the Differently More Podcast. I'm your host, Orlan, and I'm a content creator, singer, and medical student in the UK that loves anything related to self-growth, self-development, improving your life as a whole, and manifesting the life of your dreams. I'm here to help you close the gap between you and your dreams by helping you heal and grow. You're in the right place if you're ready to look inwards to find your answers, take accountability for your future, to start living the life of your dreams while being happy and healthy, deep your your faith in the universe and discover new tools and concepts to accelerate your growth i am so grateful you found this podcast and i'm sure that you'll find something here that will help you on your own journey so with that said let's get into this episode shall we Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to this little corner of the internet. I'm super, super glad that you guys are choosing to tune in with me today. And I really hope that you're gonna find the value that you're looking for in this. Today, if you're watching this on the publishing date of this video, it's the 31st of December, 2023, and it's the last day of 2023. And honestly, God knows how excited I am. 2023, as I said, has been tough for me. Um, I've learned a lot of things but it's been very tough and I'm excited to start afresh. I'm excited for 2024 to roll around and for 2023 to to leave. She can leave the group chat. I'm okay with that. I won't feel that sad about it. But today we're going to be talking about 23 things that I've learned in 2023. And again, with all of these kind of topics that are a bit reflection-y, a bit more like personal, a bit more authentic as to what it is that I've learned, the things that I'm working through, it's always going to come from my journal. It doesn't come from a video script that I've written on my computer because it's a different energy. When I'm talking to you about something a bit more personal, it's coming straight from my journal. which remind talking about journal, I've done a video all about how to journal. If everything else has failed, what are the things kind of like mindset shifts that will help you get back on track with your journaling practice? and that was last week's video. so if that's interesting to you, please go watch this after this one I'll put it in the description and in the eye. So that's another thing that you can decide to indulge in, you know? Okay, just before we start this, I just want to let you know that if you're watching this on YouTube and you're like, ugh, I'm tired, I don't want to watch her move around, this is tiring, I don't want to see her move her hands, la la la, that's okay because now there's this microphone here that you can see on screen if you're watching on YouTube and this microphone means that I'm also recording this as a podcast episode, so if you want to just listen to my voice and Continue your day and listen to this while you're commuting. You can; it's on a podcast format as well, basically available in most places. The link will be in the description. So if you want to switch around from video format to podcast format, you can now because I have a podcast, the Differently My Podcasts. But without further ado, let's get into the twenty-three things that I've learned about twenty twenty-three. Huh there's a lot. There's twenty-three things. So let's get into it. Nothing is in particular order. I've just wrote as a spider diagram of all of the different things that I've learned this year. And I'm going to go through them in turn. I don't know how much I'll develop each one of them. We'll see where this leads us. So again, I'm sure that I'm going to drop a few gems. There's going to be a lot of, you know, pockets of wisdom here and there that are going to be dropped. So please stick around till the end, because even I don't know when these pockets of joy, these pockets of wisdom and these gems are being dropped. I never know. I'm always surprised as they get out of my mouth. So stick around. Let's go on this journey together. So, the first thing that I've learned in 2023 is that some people are only here for a season. And when I say that, a lot of the times, like I knew that already. Like, it's not like it's the first time that I had this concept come into my brain, but it's the first time that I felt it for real. Okay. I went through a really difficult breakup this year, yada, 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 yada. Like, I talk about it quite often, but yeah, some people are only here for a season. They're meant to teach you something. And I'll actually add on to that. So, you already have a bonus a bonus thing that I've learned some people teach you their best lessons in their absence yeah that one also hit hard and I had to learn that through a lot of pain but I've learned it and it's quite a beautiful lesson the second thing that I've learned is that you're stronger than you think Um, again that's something that I knew that I had proof of already in my life a lot of the times but with every new challenge that comes your way and you it comes almost as if it's like a mountain in your life and I'm sure a lot of you that are watching this can resonate with this You're like, how am I going to overcome this? I've overcome really difficult things, but that's harder. And I don't know how I'm going to do this. And you do overcome it. And then you're like, wow, again, I surprise my own self. I am stronger than I ever thought I was. So that's the second thing. You're stronger than you think. The the third thing, finding what lights your soul on fire will open up a whole new energy tank. That's something that I've discovered very recently, actually, or like was able to put words on only in december which is like when you find the things that you really really enjoy the things that you know are aligned with your purpose when attention and purpose look the same way your energy will rise your energy will flow and that's a very very beautiful process because it kind of tells you that okay if you're focusing on the right things the energy will not waver as much whereas if you're focusing on the 9 to 5 job the thing that you're not enjoying the you know pleasing your partner in a way that you're like I don't I don't actually like this person all that much then you're going to feel like depleted of your energy but if you're focusing on the right things your energy actually will start rising as well so that's quite interesting the third thing is that the universe gives you what you need not what you want again I'm somebody that talks quite a lot about manifestation these days I believe in it I am actively creating my dream life these days and one thing that I had to learn the hard way is that the universe will always give you what you need not what you want and you will realize that that was inherently what you wanted subconsciously and what you really needed for your journey to continue on beautifully. But you only learned that afterwards. So you just have to trust when you're being thrown in yet another lesson that you're like, I don't want to do this. There's another mountain in front of you. You realize that actually it was crucial for you to like climb up that mountain and learn all of those lessons along the way because you need all of those lessons for what's coming next and what's coming next is undeniably beautiful okay third thing that i've learned is eft tapping um i've discovered this after my breakup and i just randomly stepped stumbled on it and i was like oh what is this what is eft tapping and i haven't been the same ever since i've been using it every single time i'm stressed every single time i feel like my heart is heavy like i need to work through something and it's been beautiful use it as well when I have um, anxiety like anxiety like anxious moments in the plane and I get like a little bit stressed melts that stress away it's beautiful it's a technique where you tap on different I think it's meridian points it's called different points on your face and on your upper body and you basically listen to a video of somebody like saying this sort of script and then you just tap on different parts as they're tapping on them and it just basically melts all of that kind of anxious energy away and it's a very very beautiful process that I'm really implementing in my life on the day-to-day now the second the i don't even know which number the next thing is breakups are tough but a lot of the times they're a blessing in disguise on your journey again one of those things that you don't kind of linked to the universe gives you what you need not what you want a lot of the times you can't see the reasons for things and you don't understand them as they're happening when you're too close to the picture. But with time and with healing and with choosing to be okay and choosing to decipher your feelings and to go into your basement and sort what in, what's in there, you slowly, slowly but surely take distance from it and you start to see the bigger picture and you realize, like, oh, wow, this picture is beautiful. But I needed to go through this hard thing. And that's applicable for a lot of other things, not just breakups. The next thing is the universe will show you the tools you now need When you need them. And what I mean by that is that EFT tapping and all of the different modalities that I've learned through my breakup and after my breakup, I had no clue they existed. Like, no clue at all that these were things that were possible to use. And honestly, if I knew them, I would have started using them years ago with other things in my life. But the universe, God knew that I needed those tools at this specific time because these were going to be the tools that were going to help me move through gracefully beautifully and quickly through this breakup and so the moment the breakup happened and the moment i made this decision oh, then, we're gonna go we're gonna like jump head first and do this healing work properly all of these beautiful tools like came up to me naturally they all showed up on my instagram feed and honestly i was not even it was just like one day my instagram feed was one way and the next day it was like all of these tools i was like oh my god what is this and i was noting it down and i was like okay let me try this let me try that Moving on to different tools, I've discovered astrology probably this year, and know some people don't believe in it, we're not going to have a debate. I've discovered astrology, I found find this practice beautiful, I find like it allows to validate a lot of things that you already know for truth, for yourself, and allows you to figure out a lot about your purpose and what you're meant to do here in this life, and yeah, we're not going to extend on this, I like this, if you don't like it, it's not my problem. Next thing, the power of dancing. Oof, That was another thing. One of the tools that I was beautifully, you know, handed on a silver platter, maybe even gold platter or diamond platter. (laughs) I'm going too far with this. Um, When I was healing from my breakup and it's one of those things, I've always been very creative. I've danced in my childhood, but I was not like a dancer. And I've discovered that I have this ability to use dance and to move my body in a completely intuitive, natural way. When ooh la, no, my microphone is falling. Three seconds. So I was. I have this a, like innate, intuitive ability to just move my body in the way that it needs to move, to move the energy, the negative, like pressure, out of my body. And it's been such a beautiful process to witness every single time that I was feeling sad, hurt, belittled, embarrassed. You know, when I was in this whole grieving process with the breakup, I used this quite often. And a lot of the times these like dancing videos that I have on my Instagram at times that you can see were this process of exteriorizing those, um, those horrible, not horrible, those heavy feelings that were in my heart. And after I danced for like maybe 20 minutes, they just dissipate into the atmosphere. And it's a very, very beautiful process. The next thing that I've learned is coming home to yourself will unlock a whole new level of peace and yeah the reason why I say that is because this whole breakup process and you know doing all of these healing things and you know when I I always say when you're broken open through a breakup through grief through whatever it is you're broken open but everything else that was in the surf in in your heart in the in the depths of your being that you knew you would have to deal with at some point they come up to the surface and the to, to the surface and then it's a prime time to deal with a breakup and everything else that you decided to put under the rug for so many years and so obviously through the breakup i worked through the breakup but also a lot of other things in my life and working through a lot of these things and letting go parts of myself you realize that you're slowly coming home to yourself coming home to the to who you are at your core who you are at your being who you are here to be and it's a very very beautiful feeling and it's just peaceful it's almost as if you're like ah this is this is where i'm meant to be this is who I'm meant to be, this is my path, this is my journey and peeling out the layers of what's not you is beautiful. It's a great process and I love that. Very difficult and sometimes come through a lot of pain but it's still it's beautiful overall let's say. Next thing is wanting to do something with someone is normal okay but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it if you don't have anyone to do it with. So obviously I spent half of the year in a relationship and you know and I was doing a lot of things with him and I was able to do all of these things and share all of these like, you know, dates and stuff like that. And then obviously I broke up, I was in the trenches for a while. And now I'm slowly realizing and slowly learning that it's not because I don't have a partner right now. It's not because, you know, my friends are busy or whatever it is that I, that it means that I can't do the things that I want to do. If I want to go to the Christmas markets and nobody else wants to come with me, that's fine. You can come with me or you, if you can't, that's okay. I'm not going to hold a grudge, but I'm still going to go. And I think that's kind of a completely different mindset that I wouldn't necessarily have. I think it's a mindset that I had, but it's not a mindset that I ever put into practice and put into, put in, put into life. Um, Whereas right now it's definitely something that I've, especially post the breakup, have been able to be like, well, if you don't want to come with me, that's completely okay, but I'm still going to go. So see you later kind of thing. Okay, moving on to the next page. The next thing that I've learned is you can resist change, but you'll fail each time. That is a direct quote from one of my advent calendar. I think my first advent calendar of the 1st of December um, of this year. And yeah, this year has been a lot of change, a lot of up and down, a lot of not knowing what I was doing until like two weeks before. And I was like, oh my God, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm traveling next. And realizing that actually resisting change is the worst thing you can do. It's still going to happen. And if you try to resist it, you're going to fail each time. So might as well accept that it's there, accept that it's a constant in life and move through it much more beautifully and gracefully. The next thing that I've learned is that you need to break to reach a breakthrough. And going along with that is all beginnings start with an ending. That is something that I've learned through my breakup. Breakup was arguably the hardest thing i've done up until now in my life but on the other side of it i have discovered a whole new version of myself a whole new depth of my creativity of my purpose of what i'm meant to do here and yeah i needed a break i needed to break to reach my breakthrough you know the next thing is that joy and negative emotions can coexist and what i mean is that they can coexist in the same day not necessarily i don't think you can really experience two emotions at the same time fully you switch between them like you know quite fast or not but you know you can experience in the same day joy and intense gratitude as well as intense grief and that's something that I had to get comfortable with when I was going through my breakup and I was traveling to like amazing amazing beautiful places of the world this summer I was so blessed and so grateful that I got the opportunity to do that and I've seen landscapes that are just 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 mouth, like jaw on the floor as to how beautiful they were. But I would still go home and cry myself to sleep Days, some days, you know, or, you know, feel a little bit empty on the inside because I had lost somebody I loved very much. So joy and negative emotions or positive and negative emotions can definitely coexist and that's okay and normal. The next thing is that what you put your attention on grows. So when it, whatever you focus on is what's going to grow. So if you focus on the negative emotions and how bad you're feeling, that's going to grow, that's going to create a plant of some description like a weed let's call it but if you focus on choosing to be grateful and the positive emotions and finding the silver lining in you know harder events that's what's going to grow you're going to start finding the miracles finding the beauty in life and that's a really really beautiful <laughs> oh my gosh at the end of the day you decide what your life is like and at every single point in time your decisions are creating your future But you can either do this in an unconscious way and go through your life not knowing that your decisions and the way you think are inherently creating your future. Or you can decide to make it conscious and choose what it is that you want to focus on and choose what it is, like choose your thoughts. So then you can actively work on your mindset so you're able to you know have the future that you deserve and the future that you want the next thing that i want to say is that showing up for my dreams daily has been an act of self-love again online we talk a lot about love languages but i think that there's also self-love languages and one of them that i've noticed this year is that actually allowing myself and giving putting space out for the things that i want to do that you know that i want to do not because i have a deadline not because it's for uni not because of anything like that because i want to do it And actually showing up for them and doing them has been really, really empowering and has really shown a whole new level of self-love to me and being like, hey, like also self-love is also about showing up for yourself and showing to yourself that you're able to make those decisions daily to create your future day by day. And showing up for yourself is a really, really beautiful way to do that. The next thing that I've learned is that I've learned and felt deeply what energy suckers are. It's something, again, it's one of those things that I knew about, but I hadn't embodied, I hadn't felt And oh my life. I've learned about people that are energy suckers and take your energy through people leaving my life. And I now know what it feels like in my body to have somebody take my energy, which I didn't know how it felt like before. And so now that I've learned this, I can mitigate that from happening again. So I guess sometimes you have to learn through experience as well. The next thing that I've learned is that if all someone brings into your life is affection, cuddles, and some conversations, even though they're nice conversations, it's probably not enough. Yeah, I've made this realization that it's just what else are they bringing to the table apart from the bare minimum. So yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, The next thing is it's not because you know that you can help someone that you actually should. And that goes for all the people out there that are people pleasers or know, have like have an intuitive ability to understand what somebody needs. And I'm just here to tell you that it's not because you know that you can help someone that you have to make the difference and know when you should step in and when you shouldn't. And a lot of the times stepping only if you're asked to and step in only if you have the energy to give again, if you don't have the energy to give to someone, you don't owe it to them. They can figure it out themselves. A lot of these sounds a little bit uh, aggressive, but it's just also boundary setting. And sometimes when you learn these things through so much pain, you realize that when you have so much love to give and you have so much like things that you can help people with, you've that, okay, a big part of your journey is understanding how to put barriers and when to like understanding when to use this and when to give your energy and when to open up the doors of your heart and when to be like, actually, no, they're closed They're you're not, no, you're not suitable, you know? So that's a lot of the things that I've learned this year going on from that, protect your energy and your peace at all costs. Again, we've talked about coming home to yourself and how that's going to unlock a whole new level of peace. Once you've unlocked that level of peace, make sure you maintain it. Now that you know what peace feels like and you also know what not peace feels like, protect your energy and protect your peace at all costs. It's so important. And It'll just allow you to be healthy, to live in your purpose and just please, for the, please just protect your energy and your peace at all costs. Next thing is learning how to regulate your nervous system as a superpower. These, this is something that I've learned how to do through EFT tapping, meditation, different modalities that I've learned this year. And honestly, learning how to regulate back to neutral after you've had an argument, after you have felt triggered is such a superpower because it allows you to take your power back. Again, if somebody's triggering you, that's something that they are doing and you being triggered is in in ways a decision. It's in ways a yeah, it's in ways a decision that you're making to like let them affect you. And sometimes you in the moment you can't, you're like, well, I can't choose differently. I've reacted. But once you've reacted, if you have ways to get back to neutral fast, that's great because the faster you can get back to neutral, the faster you can regulate your nervous system, the faster you can bounce back and focus on the things that actually matter in your life, which is not this trigger. Sometimes it is to figure out, okay, I've been triggered by this three times this week. What is it that I need to learn? But again, you can't learn a lesson from a place of being triggered, from a place of being in a heightened nervous nervous state. You need to be back in neutral so you can sort these things out. And if this trigger doesn't matter, then you can quickly move back onto what matters and your purpose. Next thing, and we're almost there, we have only one left actually, is if someone is older than you, that does not mean that they know more than you. And I think that a lot of the times we are taught to respect our elders and, to you know, people that are 10 years, five years, six years older than you know a lot more than you, but actually wisdom doesn't work this way and you can be 50 and be a lot less wise than somebody that's 19. You have more, let's say, life experience, but life experience doesn't always translate to wisdom because if you have a lot of life experience, but you don't translate it to lessons and implementing those lessons and understanding why things have happened to you and you know, not making the same mistakes over and over again. That's not wisdom. That's just living in a place where you're not allowing yourself to learn what it is that you need to learn. And so you're avoiding, actively avoiding, actively escaping the wisdom that you should be learning through these experiences. So older age does not equate to more wisdom, more knowledge, you know, a wise old man doesn't have to actually be old obviously the older you get and the more you work on that and if you've been on this journey for very long then you have a lot more to bring but it's not because you're old that you're wise and I think that's something that I've learned as well which has allowed me to liberate myself a little bit and to realize that it's not because I'm 21 that I have nothing to say and that what I have to say is invaluable And so allowing myself to step a little bit more into my power, even though I'm young, because sometimes I'm like, oh, but I'm so young. And are people even going to listen to me? Because they're going to be like, well, who's this youngling saying things? And I think I'm kind of stepping into, well, if I have something to say and I think it's valuable, then I need to trust that it's valuable. And it's not because I'm young that my message doesn't matter. So yeah, that's what I had to say for the 23 things that I've learned this year. Um what are the things that you've learned? Obviously you can leave it in the comments if you want to, but or like we can have a conversation in the DMs if that's something you want or like you feel comfortable with, but again, if that's not something that you want to do journal on it, like think about it, figure out what it is that you've learned this year because I'm sure you've learned a lot of things. If this you've enjoyed this video, please subscribe to my channel, like this video, share this video with other people, share it with your friends or family, your dogs or cats, whoever it will be, whoever you think will resonate with it, please share the link with them. Again, if you don't want to share the link because you're uncomfortable, that's okay. Obviously, I would rather you share the link because the more views I get, the better I can have a direct understanding that this content is impacting and, and is valuable to you. But if you don't feel comfortable with that, that's okay. You can just, you know, the ripple effect is real. you can just share what is that you've learned uh, with them through like voice um, in day to day life? Because if I'm able to impact you in some way, then you can definitely impact whoever is in your life through what it is that you've learned from me. And that will be more than enough. And if you've enjoyed this video, I encourage you to actually look at my Christmas video that I've made on how to use the Christmas energy, the Christmas um Magic to manifest better because that will definitely be something that will be quite good, especially going into new, the new year. That will help you reflect a little bit more and understand how you can use this kind of festive energy to manifest a little bit better in 2024. And also, I have a reflection video from last year that has a bunch of prompts to allow you to think about your life this year and what it is that you actually want for next year. And that's a really, really beautiful video. I really, really enjoyed making it last year and all the advice still stands even though now we're going into 2024, not 2023. But these two videos, I would definitely recommend for you to watch them if you've enjoyed this one. And without further ado, I'm going to go, I'm going to go make myself some food and work on some uni stuff and I will see you guys next week. Bye -bye. (laughs) guys.